0: Well, welcome again to another episode of Mind in America. We have a special guest here. We have Chandra Kilborn from Exploits, based out of Newfoundland. Uh, Not Chandra, but the company. Uh, Chandra, VP of Investor Relations, correct?
1: Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, with Mm -hmm. Exploits Discovery.
0: Yep. And the trading symbol, I love the trading symbol, NFLD.
1: That's correct, on the CSE. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us today. Uh,
0: Maybe a little bit about yourself to start.
1: Sure. I've been in the mining industry for over 15 years, and I'll talk a little bit more, I guess, about how I got my start. Um, But I've mainly worked in investor relations, corporate development, and corporate secretarial roles with with junior exploration companies.
0: Excellent. Um, So, yeah, maybe tell us how you got started.
1: Yeah. Um, so when I was in university, my my mother was a corporate securities lawyer based out of Calgary, and she had decided to leave her practice and join a couple clients, which were mining companies. Um, and during conferences in breaks from university, she would tell me to come, you know, and, and stand in the booth and hand out fact sheets. And that's where I really had a chance to learn about the industry.
0: Excellent. And now at Exploits, uh, you handle all of the investor relations, bit of corporate development too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with the smaller companies, you tend to wear a few different hats as well, which is which is great. So yeah. yeah. And, and we've had uh, Jeff
0: on, yeah, the CEO of Exploits. Um, I love talking to him. He's got um, quite quite the background and involved with the PDAC as well. So. It's yeah. nice to it's nice to meet somebody else on the team.
1: Well, thanks. Thanks for having me. So um, I know you and I have
0: talked a lot, and I have a great deal of respect for the work you do, um, but I think today we're going to talk a bit about the bigger picture with the mining industry,
1: correct? Yes. Yeah, and if, you know, I think you look at the history of mining and and the current investment community as well. I mean, right now, obviously the markets are, are a challenge. I think the industry, um, as a whole has a lot of challenges. Um, and you know, is, is mining a, a dying industry? Um, you know, some would argue, yes. Um, I think, you know, there, there's lots of different aspects to and challenges that the mining industry has, but, but there's also a lot of great right, and, you know, uh, it's funny. I, I asked I, I asked some of our uh, team members at Exploits why they got into mining, and you know the answer is varied. And I think I think there's a lack of you know education on the career opportunities that are in mining, and um, it, it, you know just misunderstanding about the industry in general. Um, you know, of course, I had some geologists say, "No, they've they've always wanted to be a geologist." They know they had rock collections as kids um but interesting some of them started in the oil and gas industry um and then realized what opportunity was on the mining side and and you know i you know there was a common theme with all of our geologists and there was a you know it's all driven by a passion to discover something and an industry where your opinion and um, expertise really matters right so But I think for me, I I don't know if I would have ever known about the mining industry as a career, had you know hadn't my mom been already in it. Um, And I think that's unfortunate. Uh, You know, I'm hoping to take my kids this year to PDAC so they can learn a little bit more. And you know, I I think um, the the PDAC does a great job too with bringing student groups around. But um, you know, we can always do more as a company. You know, as a as an employee in this industry as well. Yeah.
0: So. You know, you, you and I were talking before about um, the mining industry. If you knew then what you know now, would you have gone into the industry? And uh, I'll throw wine out there. Um, I I wouldn't have. And um, I wouldn't have for two reasons. I, I was unaware of... The challenges in the mining industry in the regulatory environment. Number one, um, we're here to build something, and that's not always a shared vision. And and honestly, and then you know, it can go down a rabbit hole. We don't have to. Um, it is very difficult being a woman in this industry, and I underestimated those two challenges. I, I don't know, and, and and I don't, you know, I we're here. Uh, we're going to make something positive of it, uh, and I know you are, but I, I don't know how you feel.
1: Yeah, you know, I I think my my answer would be similar. I don't know if I would have gone into it. That said, I I would be okay if if my children chose mining. I think there's a lot of change happening now um, for the future generations, and I, I'm I'm hopeful that the perception of mining will change um and you know just even with all the esg initiatives as well um you know i mean there's pros and cons to to that and the cost associated with it but i think as a whole um yeah i think we're getting there you know we obviously there's a lot of work to do but we're on the right path for sure yeah so
0: so i think we we share the same vision it's it's a bigger challenge than we anticipated. But but here we are. we're trying to build something. Um, how, how do we get new eyes on the industry, both with talent and investors? because I think you're you're sort of going in the same direction. Both are being negatively impacted. And yet we've got so many positives going for us now.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I it's you know, I, I think it's it's one of the reasons why we're here, right? Education, let's talk about it more um you know there was a mckenzie article back in february and it, it surveyed uh, students that ages 15 to 30 what industries they would consider and mining and oil and gas and this is in canada where we have all those resources with with the the amount of um, students that would definitely not pick mining and oil and gas as a profession were they they scored the highest there was relatively little, little interest in those professions, which is pretty remarkable given we're so resource rich in this country. Um, you know, I think it's unfortunate that, that that's the way it is. But, you know, like I said, I think education is going to change that. And and, um, you know, whether it's companies, you and I on a, you know, micro level um, and and, and the government, right?
0: Yeah, I was, I was shocked. You sent me over some notes from the McKinsey article, a 63% drop in mining engineer enrollment in Australia since 2014, a 39% drop in mining graduates in the U.S. since 2016. That's
1: huge. That's a huge talent
0: pool that that's left. Well,
1: and I, I, I think COVID doesn't help that either. And and the switch to remote working, right? It it's how do you how do you attract talent to be able to go to these locations that you know it's not as cushy as as your home office is. Um, you know, I, I watched Rob McEwen's talk in uh, at the Zurich Precious Metal Summit the other week, and you know his vision at Los Azules of this sustainable kind of camp is 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 pretty interesting, and and um, you know he was saying that. You have to make a spot where people want to be, you know, and it's and I, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's you have to be able to attract talent um, and, and in conditions where people want to work because yeah. there are alternatives out there. And I think we're losing, you know, I think I think that's not helping the competition as well in our industry because um, mm-hmm. we do have to go to remote locations.
0: So tell me a bit more about Rob's talk. I, I missed it. Um, because I think one of the challenges that, that that you've identified just now is is very real. People don't want to be away from home as long as they need to be in a remote location. So, what was the sustainable camp concept?
1: Yeah, it was. Um, you, you can see pictures of it in their in the, um, his presentation, but it also had an area for families, so your family could be there as well. And and it, it was. It was pretty luxurious, um, the concept of it. Um, you know, now what are the steps to get there? I'm not sure, but, but the vision I think is, you know, he he's, has the right idea. Um, you know, nobody wants to spend, you know, weeks on end in a camp in the freezing cold or, you know, with no amenities. So I think, I think it's important to, to have, you know, to be thinking like this for the ways of the future. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We, um, uh, we need the remote locations and they offer some challenges, but I know I was working with a copper mine years ago and they were dealing with uh, daycare on site as an option Yeah, because uh, you need to attract more women to the industry. And what are the hurdles? So education, uh, big factor, um, more mining schools. Like what do you, what do you see as some of the solutions in education?
1: I think, I think schools should be doing a better job as presenting it as, as an industry. You know, I was even speaking with my husband before that, and he went to business school and he said, you know, it's funny because they didn't do a good job either at, at, you know, talking about the mining industry. He said that was always a small portion. It wasn't, you know, a a focus and, and why would somebody want to go into geology? (laughs) You know, um, but I think, I think schools need to do a better job too of, of promoting the careers. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: I, one of the things I think needs to happen is there needs to be more benefits kept locally. Yeah. So for so many uh, decades and you know, growing up in Ottawa, you see it that the, the buildings there are uh, beautiful and they were funded by resource development, whether it was trapping or logging or mining. And, and those benefits staying locally, I think, help encourage uh, rural communities to, to enter uh, in a greater way into the mining sector. And that wealth creation, I think, is a huge factor.
1: Oh, for sure. I, I mean, that that's that's how we're going to be able to diversify into other industries is, is money from our resources.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, mining creates the infrastructure that then tourism can benefit from. Yeah. Um, so, where, where do we get the investors? This is now going right into to what you do. So I understand you yeah. want to take a few secrets for the benefit of your clients. You
1: know? It's, you know, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. You you, you think about the shows that you attend. Um, and, and just if you look at, you know, the, the age of investors, I think. I, you know, are, are younger investors in, investing in, in mining? I, I don't think so. You know, I think how we attract the the newer investors, um, whether they're younger or just generalists. Um, I think that's by way of you know new technology at mine sites, um, you know, and, and changing the perspective too of of mining. You know, we're we're taking the right steps now, um, but it's going to take some time, I think. And yeah. if you think about all the money that mining has made, like think of all the schools out there that are named after a mining executive, whether it's Monk, Shulick, you know, Lassonde and McEwen. Um, and I think you even spoke about, you know, the <laughs> mining from, you know, 95 and 30 years prior to that and how we are on consecutive growth. And if you looked at those numbers now, just, you know, considering inflation that we're, we're at half of, of what the industry uh, yeah. you know, used to do. There's still a lot of, of, I guess, growth that we have to do, but it's, you know, that that's, and whether that's for permitting issues or more roadblocks that come up or the challenges that, that more challenges than in the past, but um, you know, that that's also another, I'm I'm sure a whole other topic that we could be discussing on another podcast.
0: Oh, I know. I, I, you know, when I, I, I drive through Toronto to go past all the hospitals that have all been built and funded by yeah. uh, great mining uh, geniuses of, of, of Canada, and yeah. <clears throat> I I think that the industry has undersold its benefits and and helped in in some ways to its own demise uh, by being modest by by just putting its head down and working and I, and I think we need to i think we need to sell it a little bit better yeah i I don't i don't think it's a bad thing that you create so much wealth for people that you enhance community life by building hospitals or um, creating 100 jobs in a community of 1500 i I think we're, we're underselling ourselves and i don't think that's a solution that you and i are going to fix um but but i i think we can try
1: yeah, I mean, every little bit counts, right? That's safe. Yeah,
0: new investors. I I, um, I just had some numbers come back on some advertising that we had, had done on another project. And our, our numbers were um, surprisingly lower in the age group than I'd ever seen before. Uh, normally, they're over 65. They were starting to come in at 45 to 54 for the first time ever. And I don't know
1: why. Yeah. You know, I think maybe some of that, it's whether it's. I think the critical mineral space is helping mining. I think uh, it's bringing, bringing more attention to mining and, and in a better light. Yeah. Um, you know, where, exactly does, where, where does everything come
0: for your cell phone?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Where does it really come for your,
1: your video game? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you get new investors? i think um it's it's through education and and reaching out to different means of of of, of reaching that audience that normally wouldn't think about mining as well um, you know whether that's going to a technology conference <laughs> you know or you know, there's there's different opportunities out there um and I and I know some conferences have started to do it. They'll make it just a micro cap conference and it will be a generalist conference. And I I do think those are, are beneficial because you stand out a bit. If you had to pick
0: in a strategy between reaching out to generalists uh, in a new type of environment where the new investors are say high-tech, like let's assume that 40-year-olds are interested in investing in high-tech, and you try and attract them by going to their market. Is that a better use of your capital versus going to a conference where you're competing with all the other mining companies?
1: That's a good question. And I think, you know, there's pros and cons to both. Um, yeah, it, it's, sometimes I've found at, at, at a general conference, you, you, you really have to educate um, and it, your job is harder. Right? It, it's it's more challenging because you have to explain um mining um whereas when you're going to a mining conference or a resource conference the, the attendees are they're they're educated on the potential investment that opportunities that are there um so I think you know it, it's nice to go to resource conferences because it's Generally, you can tell your story, and it's easy, and it's well received. And but I think th- there's more work at generalist conference for sure. Sure, but you know I, I think we need to do that to to start to attract new investors.
0: Yeah. So so a mix of both because I get your point. If you are at a resource conference, the investor is sold on the industry and probably knowledgeable on the commodity. So now you're able to say, okay, i I, I you know strike one, strike two. I, I, I've got that done. Now I'm just going to sell you on the company, whereas in the general you're starting at zero. They don't yeah. know anything about the industry, but that's so you're really talking about a mix of marketing where yeah. you're going yeah. after the traditional routes and then you're also trying to, which is tough because so many companies are undercapitalized, right?
1: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it, it can be a challenge, but. Sometimes at the generalist conferences, you'd be surprised at, you know, it's sometimes and it just takes that one investor to to convince um, or or not necessarily convince, but to educate um, and 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 really, you know, get behind the story. Exploits was attending a, a conference not that long ago. There was one attendee that you wouldn't think that they were knowledgeable or had access to capital. Um, but we we sat with them and we ran through the story and then you realize that they're asking intelligent questions and shortly thereafter somebody came up to us and said do you know that is the person to talk to at the conference i guess you take a chance sometimes when you're investing your time with with people and potential investors but but you have to do that i think we've always and
0: so you're sort of, you're sort of alluding to it the industry has benefited from he, I, I would call them angel investors, whether it's an Eric Sprott or a Rob McEwen, people that are willing to stand behind the company, put a significant amount of capital up and and help the industry. And I and I I think you're right. I think we need a few more of those types of people that are coming into the sector that perhaps have been in technology or, you know, I'm thinking like a a Bill Gates is commenting on nuclear. Well, I'm not seeing him invest other than his, but somebody like that, right? yeah
1: yeah, I you know it it, it helps, right? If you have a lead name um, that that people follow and follow their investments and invest like them or with them, um, you know I, I think a company always benefits from that. Um, but you know we also should be thinking about our younger generation. I think our industry lacks in maybe some competition uh from that and and who you know who is going to be our our next rob McEwen or you you know shulik and um and i i think if we did some more education on the potential careers and the opportunities that mining has i think we can get there
0: we can get an elon
1: musk exactly (laughs)
0: shoot shoot for the moon right
1: Maybe we can get a, a generalist that's crossed over to, or that's been brought in their, you know, their investments to to mining. But um,
0: well, we we have our work cut out for us. Now we have to educate the next generation. Number one, and we have to go and get Elon Musk or somebody like him to get behind <laughs> the industry. Number two. Okay. <laughs> How do we? One last topic. How do we encourage stronger management? Because I'm hearing this repeatedly is there's not enough senior management talent pool out there. And I don't know if it's true or not, um, but I keep hearing it.
1: I hear it too. Um, I know, I know a handful of companies that are, you know, looking for new CEOs or, or over the past 12, 12 months, you know, I, I, and they're really struggling to to find somebody. You look at different press releases, um, you know, interim CEO, and it's been there for a year. <laughs> I, I think the industry is 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 struggling with the the, the talent pool, right? And and again, it, it goes back to not enough people are, are thinking about mining as a career. How do we get there? Is it government promotion to in Canada, ads on TV? Is it companies, maybe it's, you know, unique kind of executive searches. There's a need to educate people that mm-hmm. that there's a good opportunity out there.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think um, we need a couple of very colorful characters. Uh, I think we've had some really amazing personalities and maybe it's COVID, maybe it's um, accumulation of increasing government regulations and the burden it's placed. But we need some, we we need the next generation of Eric Sprotts and Rob McEwen's and very dynamic people that will reach into the next generation. That's that's one of my ideas.
1: I think this generation too is, it doesn't take risks as much, right? Yeah. I think everything is, is safe, comfortable, you know, right down to the careers and, and, and just going back to COVID and remote working, like we've all gotten a little bit used to comfort, yeah. I think. Um, but I think that's going to change as well uh, as people do go back into offices um, it, or our force back. I live in Ottawa and <laughs> there was a lot of pushback when some of my neighbors had to go back to the office and, Um, you know, and, and even for, even for myself, you know, I have to go to Toronto more often and, um, you know, than I used to anyway. And, um, and I think it's a good thing as much as I don't want to leave my home office when, you know, when you're, when you're out with and interacting with other people, I think, um, I think good things happen. So
0: I agree. And I even found, you know, my travel schedule was pretty much half my life before COVID. And, and it's dramatically different now. And I, I think you're right. I think we've gotten comfortable. And I don't think prosperity grows in that type of an environment. Prosperity grows when there's challenges and difficulties. And but I think it's coming. I agree with you 100 percent. it's coming and i think i would i envision a world where mining is going to dominate that new world because we've got this huge resource available to us in, in canada and the us right
1: yeah yeah i mean especially it's it's so important here and you know just looking back on that mckinsey article it, it's pretty disappointing that mining and oil and gas yeah. were um no. Favored for.
0: No. I was I was shocked by the numbers. So so, here we are. We're in the industry. Where do you see yourself in ten years?
1: Hopefully, running a company.
0: Excellent. So you are one of the. I'll, I'll keep. Okay. We need to get you a CEO job. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Eventually. Eventually, <laughs>
1: eventually, I'll get there. I have some work to do. Like everything, right? but Yeah.
0: But that's 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 great. I I, I think we need to set those goals for ourselves, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Awesome. I don't know where I'm going to be in 10 years. I hope I'm, (laughs) um, I'm I'm still in the industry. I I don't think I'm going anywhere, but it's been, it's been difficult. It's been difficult at times, but I, I, I'm like you, I want my kids to go into this industry.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully you'll see mine at PDAC. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. And I'm sorry I didn't get to see you uh, recently, but I
0: probably will see you in January in person.
1: Yes. Yeah. We'll thank you so much for
0: joining today. us today.
1: All right. Thanks for having me. And and give my best to uh,
0: Jeff and the team at Exploits. Uh, Chandra, it's been wonderful having you here.
1: And anything that I'm missing? No, I, I I think we've covered it all. Good to be here. Thank you again for having me.
0: Oh, well, thank you. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. It's a fabulous industry, Mind in America. See you next time.